Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. Good to speak to you again, Mr. Moniela. Welcome to Update at Noon. Firstly, if you could just confirm for us what the latest uh, is with regard to the status of South Africans who reached out to the Department for Help. Are these just students or are there other South Africans also here? Yeah, well, firstly, let me just say that they actually didn't even have to reach to reach out to us. Um, prior to the attacks um, taking place in Ukraine, um, Ambassador Andre Hunewald, who's ambassador in Ukraine, uh, has a database of South Africans who are in that country, just over 200. Um, in fact, we've uh, advised others who may be there that we don't know of to register with us. Uh, so prior to this, he had advised South Africans to leave. Uh, but of course, uh, people then decided to stay. After the attacks took place, he has been in daily contact and communications with all of them uh, to advise them of options available to get out of harm's way. In the meantime, what he was also doing, assisted by us, of course, at head office, was to negotiate with neighboring countries to provide a safe passage for South Africans, uh, including, of course, nationals from other countries uh, that were also running away from this uh, armed conflict, uh, to be allowed to cross into the borders uh, of uh, neighboring countries. Uh, this includes Hungary, uh, Poland, Romania, Moldova, and others. What then transpired is that, as it normally happens, um, some will say, is that the nationals uh, in Ukraine were then prioritized, particularly women and children. Uh, So Africans um, in particular were put at the back of the line. Uh, At some point, we were receiving reports that they were even prevented from buying tickets and uh, some were even prevented from getting onto the trains and had to wait for long hours uh, before getting onto the trains to make their way towards uh, the border uh, areas. Uh, what we then did uh, as an intervention was that quite strongly with the foreign ministry in Ukraine. And since we uh, protest that the situation has improved, uh, people are able to get onto the trains and make their way towards the uh, the borders. Uh, at the borders, again, there was a challenge that uh, Africans were put on separate queues, uh, which were not necessarily given attention or prioritized. We then activated our ambassadors from the neighboring countries. I mean, in the case of Poland, uh, from Warsaw, uh, Ambassador Mgomezulu made her way um, uh, to the border. Uh, so she's been on the ground, and her intervention has been assisted to facilitate the movement of our nationals to cross into Poland and whilst uh, you know when they get there and then she's able to receive them and provide further support and assistance. The same in Hungary, we've got Ambassador Ganga Tengiwe, uh, who is also on the ground. We also have a team of volunteers, of South African experts, by the way, who are also providing another layer of support. So we are coordinating all of this. Uh, the, the focus and priority for us is to get South Africans out of harm's way, get them to areas of safety, and from there, we're then able to provide further assistance and support. So as we speak, Mr. Moniela, how many South Africans are still in Ukraine, including embassy staff? 
Look, I mean, you know, the numbers game is going to be a bit difficult now because people are scattered. As I say, some have decided to go towards the Hungary uh, border. Some have taken the Polish uh, border uh, option, some towards Romania. So we are coordinating and crunching and uh, reconciling the numbers. All I am able to safely say with authority is that we are no longer getting complaints about, you know, Africans or South Africans no longer, you know, being allowed to buy tickets or get to the trains. All of that has been resolved. At the borders, we are also facilitating that they're able to cross into neighboring countries. I think once uh, uh, the situation has calmed down a bit, we will be able to crunch the numbers and report authoritatively and reconcile. Because, as I say, there are others who have opted to stay, you know, within Ukraine itself. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, um, they're hoping that uh, the diplomacy that is currently underway, because there are talks today, you know, will probably, you know, provide a lasting and uh, peaceful resolution to the current crisis. Uh, but as far as the, uh, you know, moving South Africans to neighboring countries is concerned, that work is ongoing. Mm. Has there been any request uh, for uh, people to return home to South Africa among those whom you are currently assisting, especially uh, given the precarious nature of this particular situation where nobody knows how long this could go on for? This is an important question because it allows me to to make an appeal. Um, You know, the consular services that uh, the department provides to South Africans in distress abroad, rather, is non-financial. So we are limited in terms of what we can do for South Africans in distress. This is why we always encourage travelers to get travel insurance, because in cases like this, insurance is able to kick in, you get a plane ticket and whatever else you may need. In this case, of course, this is a conflict zone, uh, which, of course, then uh, brings a a different set of dynamics. So we're helping uh, South Africans to cross into neighboring countries. We're then hoping they'll be able to exercise their own options in terms of how to travel back to South Africa. And this is where families come in, you know, in order to purchase plane tickets, etc., etc. There is no decision as yet in terms of an evacuation plan, uh, which is a, a matter that Cabinet will have to weigh in on and take a decision. I haven't seen many countries evacuating either, and I suspect it's because the prevailing security situation doesn't allow that, because the uh, um, uh, the airspace has been shut down, um, so so the, the, the options are limited in terms of movements. Because in the case of South Africa, we're also not dealing with too many numbers. We're hoping that uh, families will chip in as well, um, you know, uh, for those individuals who decide to come back to South Africa and buy plane tickets for them. Of course, in areas where, or in individual cases where there's absolutely no option, I'm sure that government uh, will have to, to look at that and see how we can assist. And uh, just an update on our um, diplomatic staff there in the Ukraine. I mean, we've been trying to get hold of um, the ambassador, and obviously he is very busy and inundated, um, Mr. Andrei Grunewald. But I must say, uh, Mr. Moniela, it was good to know that he did not leave and, you know, this while not sure about what was happening to our citizens in that country. But how are the um, the, the the staff at the embassy in Ukraine, are they all safe or have you been in contact with them? 
Yes, now we are in contact with them almost on an hourly basis. Um, so yes, now thank you for acknowledging this because that's a, an area that we often uh, overlook. The reason why Ambassador Andre Grunewald and his team are still there is because we said to them, you can't leave when we still have South Africans who require help and assistance. So let's prioritize getting our nationals to places of safety. Once that work is concluded, then we can talk about how we move uh, Ambassador, uh, his family, and our team there uh, to a neighboring country or an area where they will be uh, safe. At the moment, fortunately, uh, we shouldn't be disclosing these matters of security. You know, there are areas where they're able to, you know, to be safe, um, uh, well-guarded and well-protected whilst they continue to, 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 to do the work they need to do and assist other South Africans. So they are all safe and accounted for. And just finally, um, we know that there is a meeting taking place currently um, between uh, delegations from Russia and Ukraine. Um, The latest uh, as far as Pretoria is concerned on this particular development? This is encouraging, and this is exactly what South Africa has been calling for, um, that uh, let's give dialogue, meaningful dialogue and negotiations a chance. Let's give diplomacy a chance, and preferably UN-led diplomacy, to find a peaceful resolution to this crisis. Um, And so we encourage that uh, at least talks are beginning to take place today, and we're just hoping that sanity will prevail and there will be a resolution to this so that we save lives uh, and avoid further destruction of property and infrastructure. And uh, so so, so we, we, we are all hoping for the best out of the dialogue that is currently taking place. Mr. Moniela, thanks so much uh, for your time. That was Durko's Clayson Moniela speaking to us about the latest uh, as far as South Africans are concerned in the Ukraine. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m.